0: Then you heard a most second-rate performance, said she. But really being unlaced by that thing, that great fat, profligate, beery Prussian, was almost too much for me. And the duet, but it was very polite of you to come, and I will do better next time. Siegfried, Brunhilde, Siegfried, meow, meow, bring on the next lot of cats. Darling Georgie, wasn't it awful? And you proposed to me only the day before. I was absolutely enchanted, said Risum Georgie. Yes, but then you didn't have that thing breathing beer into your innocent face. Georgie rose. The first call on a stranger in Rhysome was never supposed to last more than half an hour, however much you were enjoying it, and, nevertheless, however bored you might be. And he felt sure he had already exceeded this. I must be off, he said. Too delightful to think that you and Mr Shuttleworth will come to lunch with me tomorrow. Half-past one, shall we say? "'Excellent! But where do you live?' "'Just across the green. Shall I call for you?' he asked. "'Certainly not. Why should you have that bother?' she said. "'Oh, let me come with you to the inn door, and perhaps you'll show me from there.' She passed through the hall with him, and they stood together in the sight of all Rhizome, which was strolling about the green, at this as at most other hours. Instantly all faces turned round in their direction, like so many sunflowers following the sun.' while Georgie pointed out his particular mulberry tree. When everybody had had a good look, he raised his hat. A domani, then, she said. So many thanks. And, quite distinctly, she kissed her hand to him as he turned away. So, she talks Italian too, thought Georgie, as he dropped little crumbs of information to his friends on his way to his house. Domani, that means tomorrow. Oh yes, she was meaning lunch. It is hardly necessary to add that on the table in his hall there was one of Lucia's commoner kinds of note, merely a half-sheet folded together in her own manner. Georgie felt that it was scarcely more necessary to read it, for he felt quite sure that it contained some excuse for not coming to his house at six in order to call on Mr and Mrs Braceley. But he gave a glance at it before he rolled it up in a ball for Tipsy Poozy to play with, and found its contents to be precisely what he expected. The excuse being that she had not done her practising. But the postscript was interesting, for it told him that she had asked Foljambe to give her his copy of Siegfried. Georgie strolled down past the hearst before dinner. Mozart was silent now, but there came out of the open windows the most amazing hash of sound— which he could just recognise as being the piano arrangement of the duet between Brunhilde and Siegfried at the end. He would have been dull indeed if he had not instantly guessed what that signified.